church growth, when the church is expanding, ah, we thank God for it, right? We pray, let more people be converted. Let more people come and join the number. Okay? But most of the times, number does not debate quality. And then something happens, the Hellenists began to murmur against the Hebrews. Rabbalism has entered the church. Because they say their widows were neglected in the daily distributions. It even happens every now and then among us. Look at the kind of food you serve me. You put three meat for this person, you give me one and a half. You are sharing drink. And then they gave you a hot one. And they gave others cold one. You see, what's the meaning of this? Are you okay? <laughs> Wherever divinity is at work, humanity must also be what? At work. So when it happens, that does not mean that God is not in our midst. As a matter of fact, you don't judge the element of humanity as a sign that God is not with us. So if the early church, those who touched Jesus, they saw him, and this issue could still come, this kind of complaint came, that some were neglected, then you expect the church after 20,000 years to be free of it? No. A human element will always come. In church, you will see fine selfishness. In church, you will see, see those who are broken mentally. On account of that, the way they react to issues, you'll be questioning whether this person has faith. In the church, you will see people who are battling with their different type of weaknesses. That does not mean they don't love God. And that's why Jesus said, do not judge. Okay? The human element is a sign that we need God more and more. The church is not for the healthy, it's for the sick. And that is why, as much as possible, whatever we do, we do with the eye of faith. We look at each other with the eye of faith. I don't know why I think I've shared this with you before. Maybe on a Bible, during one of the Bible classes. Myself, sometime ago in the past, I, I was serving in the, in the church somewhere and I discovered that I was a little bit, you know, pushing so hard, okay? I expected things. That was made much when I was in my first 10 years in the priesthood. I was expecting so much and I was not seeing it and I was not happy. And I began to pray about it. And I was so shocked the revelation I got. The Lord said, I didn't send you to my bride for you to go and beat her up. Are you listening? I didn't send you to my bride to go and beat her up. I only send you to her to dress her up. So mind how you touch my wife. 
Do you catch it? Yes. Who is the bride of Christ? Yes. And that shaped my view. He said, I gave you, I gave you, or I gave you, I gave her hand. That's the correct one. I gave her to you on trust. So that shaped, I had, from that moment, I had a prophetic eye about the church. To dress her up. She's naked. Dress her up. I didn't, go, I didn't ask you to go and strip her naked. So, I believe that what I'm sharing now will also help you to see yourselves as wives to the monarch. And so, we must love one another. We must understand that we are on a progression. You're not better than me, and I'm not better than you. Because the amount of Christ I have is the same amount of Christ you have. The only difference is that maybe I'm able, able to develop by Christ and I'm able to shine out Christ more than you. But that does not mean that you are better than me. Because all we have is by grace. So there are two extremes here. Where you will not say, uh huh. But if you say it too, you see how we did now. All of us are call them, don't, don't come and do it. Then you are also not taking it. That's the next thing. Because the Lord wants you to grow. He wants you to be properly dressed. Then you don't go to rest and say, yes, I have a right. Paul say, he who thinks he is strong should be careful lest he falls. We are one body, one faith, one baptism, one spirit. And immediately the 12 apostles called themselves and said, hey, 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 we cannot allow ourselves to be dragged into this administrative issue. We're not here to come and share bread. In as much as we talk about welfare, there is something more than welfare. We're called to preach the word of God and to live by prayer. Let us just pick some guys who can be thinking of this. We cannot allow the major project die because of welfare. And this same problem has Continue to beset the church. There are places, uh, there are churches where welfare has taken over the word of God. And people go from church to church because they are looking for where they are treated better. I can't go to that place. They don't, I don't understand what's happening there. The way they treated me last time I went there. Eh? Are you going there because of the way you're because uh, you're looking for to be treated well? Or you are going because you want to go on your monarch? And thank God for the Catholic Church to understand nobody cares about who, who you are or your status. You come to church, all of us sit in the same bench. Monday to Saturday, you are in a cozy environment, you are in a cushion, padded, your bed is a water bed, your car is a padded seat everywhere. But if you're on Sunday, you will sit on bench. Not padded. Well, lucky our own here has more for me. Go to my tema. Yes. Bench. 
after one hour, your bootos will tell you something. You will feel it. Go to Procatia, back up bench. Hmm? Because we are all equal in the eyes of God. So let us have this understanding and walk in the fraternity of faith. We're on a pagan journey. Okay? So they solve that problem and then they continue their work. But the point I want to emphasize here is that anytime any form of humanity shows up, don't conclude that that is how it is. No, there's more behind our humanity that is at work. God is at work in the midst of all. Even with our little community here, we know that it has not been smooth all the way. That in hitches here and there, our humanity will always show up in one way or the other. But at the end of it all, we are still moving. And sometimes it's part of the spices that makes the whole journey you know, more interesting. You are not even seeing characters. There are places you go to, you will see all kinds of uh, very terrible characters. People who move with their head and their legs up. And they are still on the same journey. If Peter, the impatient Peter, was able to be the head, you can imagine. You don't know who Peter is. Peter is the kind of person that he will act first and then will start asking you, what am I to do? But Jesus still made him the head. You see Matthew. Matthew doesn't talk. No matter how you push him, he doesn't talk. He's very calculative. Is it James and John, sons of thunder? Highly political. Once there's an election, they'll say no. Please, oh yeah, oh yeah, I should be first. They even go and you know, bring their mother in to campaign for them. You can imagine that. Judas, oh, the guy that has spec. He likes every new thing, any reality that's coming. He loves money. He likes to keep the money. Once money is gathering, his eyes is there. He oversees it. He makes sure he knows how the, the money to the people go. He will question how you spent it. And the point is, okay, oh yeah, take it, handle it yourself. They handle it, but all of them were part of the team. You see, Nathaniel, check all of them. Where character. And Jesus spent the whole night in prayer to pick them. But he was not seeing their current state, he was seeing who they were going to be in the future. So what keeps us moving is that we're not able to, we're not allowing ourselves to be tied down by what we're seeing now. We see the future. I see the future in you. That's why we keep, you know, investing the word of God in our hearts. There's a dimension of us that God is waiting for. And that's why we're working every day to see that that version of us will emerge in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We will not remain like this forever. No matter what. The hammer of the world will keep hitting you. Until you know it breaks away all those parts in us that Christ doesn't need, and the re-image in us will come out. And if you look well, you can see that over the years we can see transformation going on. We are seeing transformation, we are seeing increase in faith. So don't allow our humanity to discourage you, both even as individuals and as a corporate body. Yourself, you have been overwhelmed by all your human, your humanity, your weakness. Every time, weakness is sitting you, you try again, you fall again, you see yourself, and then you say, oh my God, it's not by your power. 
It's not by your might, it's by the spirit. But behind this rise and falling, grace is at work. It's dislodging a lot of things. So we pray for the wisdom of the Holy Spirit that as we are joining with the Lord, let us see what is in the heart of God and not what is in the heart of men. May God bless us in our hearts through Christ our Lord.